0: Hello and welcome to the Forge Church Catch-Up Podcast. We're delighted that you've chosen to press play on this podcast today. My name is Johnny and I'm part of the teaching team here at the Forge. Each Sunday, our hope and prayer is to provide practical teaching directed by God that ties into everyday life. We hope that today's talk encourages you. Hey, thanks, Johnny. Thanks, Ben, for that. That was just brilliant. You know, I love Taskmaster. It's a program that features on the channel Dave, and it was my friend Mike Walsh that introduced me to it just a few years ago. Uh, And just like we've seen in every episode, the contestants are faced with various challenges or tasks that they need to overcome. And the initiative and creativity shown by each person to complete the task is rewarded with points and one is eventually crowned the Taskmaster Champion. So over the month of September, we're going to see who out of Ali, Jess and Martin, who will be crowned the Forge Taskmaster Champion. I tell you, it is going to be a lot of fun. Now, alongside that, we're going to be exploring how we can overcome and solve some of life's everyday challenges that we face, you know, in our relationships, our busyness, our parenting and our work life. So stick with us throughout September for what is going to be a very practical series. You see, when it comes to relationships, we all start with a list of hopes and dreams that we long to be fulfilled. You know, we have a picture of what a good marriage or a good relationship looks like. And so on that list, it will be things like we'll spend half an hour each evening catching up on each other's day. Or we'll, we'll talk through our problems and be open and honest with each other. Or we'll have a date night every week without fail. You know, we'll have three kids and we'll share the parenting so that it's not overwhelming. Uh, we'll have joint bank accounts uh, and review our spending every month. You know, he's going to bring me flowers and leave me love notes. Uh, uh, we're going to make love every night. Well, maybe that's just the bloke stream. <laughs> we'll share the household jobs. She'll hug me when I get in. He'll value me and listen to me when I'm talking. There's th- those hopes and ambitions that we have about relationships is based on something. Something, or sometimes it's what we've seen in films or read in books, but it's mainly what we've experienced. You know, our hopes and dreams are often reactions to the homes we grew up in or the relationships that we've come out of, whether good or bad. You know, we're trying to recreate something or avoid something. And our hopes and dreams are based on us, on me. I mean, we head into relationships with the desire to have our needs met. You know, so when I was single, I never daydreamed about being perfect for someone. (laughs) I daydreamed about finding someone perfect for me. And Sarah was perfect for me. So we dated, we got engaged, and I married her. And in the lead up to the wedding, we started to talk about our hopes and dreams and our expectations and what our picture of married life was like. And for some reason, they didn't always match. You know, what I hoped for was perfectly normal, achievable, reasonable and right. And Sarah viewed the list very differently. And Sarah's lists of hopes and dreams seemed perfectly reasonable to her, but an awful lot less so to me. Now, do you recognise this? You know, have you faced or are you facing those challenges in your relationships? You know, we all live with hopes and expectations and sadly, they're not always met by the other person. And so, well, so marriage at times can seem like a bit of a disappointment. You know, this is not what I thought it would be like. So what do we do with our unmet hopes and expectations? Well, we can ignore them. You know, we can pretend not to care and just give and give. But honestly, ignoring doesn't work because our hopes and our needs shout very loudly and they make themselves known to us. And if you never acknowledge what's in your heart or what's important to you, it'll mess with your soul and you'll get worn out. It's not a healthy place to be. So if we can't ignore, we, we can avoid them by making ourselves busy. You know, we can pour time into work and into sport and into the kids to avoid having to spend time together because that's when our unmet hopes and dreams are highlighted. The problem is, is that it sets us up for option three, that we can find someone else. You know, if he or she isn't meeting my needs, then I'll go and find someone who does. The problem is, wherever you go, there you are. (laughs) In other words, whatever part of the relational problem you are, you take with you. And yes, you might find someone else, but then they'll be on their best behavior, just like your current partner was in those early days. You know, people don't rush into new relationships because they're eager to give their lies to someone. You know, they're hoping to get what they didn't get from the previous relationship. A man called Peter helps us to answer this, as to how we can overcome this marriage challenge. Now, Peter was one of the disciples of Jesus. He'd spent time with him. He knew what Jesus had taught. And Peter tells us exactly what to do with those unmet expectations. Now, what he says may seem a bit strange to you, a bit religious perhaps, but stay with me as I explain. Because Peter isn't specifically speaking about marriage, but what he says relates to marriage and relationships. And so he writes this, And all of you dress yourselves in humility as you relate to one another. He he begins by calling us to be humble, to put others first and their needs first, to go to the back of the line. And he's getting us to ask the question, what would a humble person do? Now, you might not consider yourself a humble person and that's fine, but at least ask the question, what would a humble person do? And let me tell you a little secret about humility. If you start doing what a humble person does, you'll be humble. Because actions speak louder than words. And and whether you think you're humble or arrogant, actually it's your actions that will reveal who you really are. So why is this important? Well, Peter goes on to say, All of you dress yourselves in humility as you relate to one another, for God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. He says that God leans away from or draws back from the proud. And before we judge God too quickly, isn't that what we do regarding arrogant people? We move away from them, we draw back, we resist entitled people. But he goes on to say, but, but gives grace to the humble. And here's what this means, Peter says, that, that when you humble yourselves in a relationship, when you put them first... It's an invitation for God to give you the strength that you need, the endurance that you need, the power that you need to do the right thing. Because humility is an invitation for God to do something extraordinary in our lives and in our relationships. So he says, So humble yourself, under the mighty power of God and the picture here is of God's protective hand sheltering and protecting us and he says when you go humble you are basically backing into the safest place you could be because God leans into the humble, God leans towards the person that says what's the humble thing to do? You know, what, is the hum, uh, what would the humble person do when when she says or when he says and when he doesn't and when she does? You know, this is the imperative. It's when we want to get demanding, when we want to defend, he says, no. You know, ask what would a humble person do and then you just do it. And Peter says, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honour. So when we choose the humble way, when we choose to submit to the other person and put them first, God will lift us up and he will honour us. And when Peter writes these words uh, that I think are so powerful and so helpful, he writes this, he says, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. Now, here's where we start throwing things. In other words, give, cast, throw all of your frustrations, all of your disappointments, all of your unmet um, hopes and dreams onto God. And Peter had spent time with Jesus, was speaking on Jesus' behalf. He says, this is the invitation to unload it all onto God. He says, I want you to cast it, to throw it, to hurl it on your heavenly father. All of those unfulfilled dreams, those he promised and I believed him, all of those unmet expectations. You know, don't take it out on your spouse or partner as if it's all their fault. Don't throw things at them. No, no, be humble and then start throwing those disappointments onto God who leans in and protects and who lifts up and who honours So stop praying polite prayers, stop praying formal prayers and start praying honest prayers and when you pray this stuff and you throw it all at God, do it by yourself so that you don't have to hold back or worry about what others think and also do it on your knees, not because it's religious but because it's what demonstrates, it demonstrates humility. Now, Some of you do this already. You know, you'd be able to tell your story of those desperation prayers, of that unloading onto God and of how God gave you strength to carry on, to endure, to take the next step forward, to keep listening, and how you've experienced peace and the presence of God in those difficult times. But for others of you, this seems scary. You know, what rises up is, well, what about me? You know, it's the fear that, that, that you'll be trampled on. And that if you don't get to defend yourself, the little that you're holding on to will be taken away from you. You know, our instinct is to protect and to defend ourselves, and I get that. So how about this? How about you giving this a go to do this every day over this coming week? And when you ask, what would a humble person do? And then do it, and you find that it's hard, say out loud, I'm leaning on you, God, for the things that I need. And if you've got time, let me know how it goes for you. Drop me an email at steve.fenning at forgechurch.com. And did you notice the end of that short verse? You know, give all your worries and cares to God, throw them. Why? For he cares for you. If it's important to you, it's important to your father in heaven because you are important to your father in heaven. You're going to unload your anxieties and cares somewhere. So start with him. He invites us to. Get on your knees every day and give God your list humility is an invitation for God to do something remarkable and the first remarkable thing that he does will be in you not in your spouse or in your fiance you'll discover what's behind some of the things on your list you'll discover the why behind some of the things on your list you may remove a few things and you may discover that you've been trying to squeeze something out of him or her that they were not created to give you to begin with You know, they'll sense it and you may discover that the two of you actually hope for and desire the same thing. And because change is dynamic, it's almost certain to affect the behaviour of the other person as well as you. So this week, ask the question, what would a humble person do? And then have the courage to do it. And every day, get on your knees and you pray those honest prayers, throwing your worries and your cares and your disappointments and your frustrations onto God. Why? Because it's the safe place to do it and because he cares for you. Let me pray. Father, I want to pray for every couple watching this. Lord, in our relationships, would you help us to ask the question, what would a humble person do? And then would you give us the courage and empower us to do it? And with our frustrations and our disappointments and our unmet hopes and dreams, would you help us not to offload onto our spouses or partners, but to give, to throw, to cast them onto you as we choose to pray these honest prayers? And would you help us to trust you, that you're working, even when we don't see it? Thank you that you protect us, that you strengthen us and that you lift us. Why? Because you care for us. Thank you for that truth in Jesus' name. Amen. That's all for this week. Thanks once again for joining us. We'd love to keep the conversation going, so why not check out Forge Church UK on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Or go online at forgechurch.com where you can watch other content, find a next step, give financially, or see any details of what's currently going on in and around the fall. We're looking forward to you joining us next time.